Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily, everybody. Uh, some very important market analysis today with Jordan Royburn of the Daily Gold. But I have to admit, uh, uh, Jordan, you put a big smile on my face. Jordan just admitted to me that he listens to the morning briefing at one and a quarter speed. And it it, it changes the feel and the dynamic of the entire morning briefing. In fact, it made me just it made me really laugh. <laughs> So Jordan, your intro. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me back. Your intro music. It was very solid. I mean, very, very strong. I sound like Trump. It was very solid, very strong, uh, <laughs> very strong intro music in the past. But I heard he has the I, I best intro was... music. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, but this new intro music, I don't, I don't know if it was new or I mean, it sounded new to me. And and no, I, I listened to no. all my. I it's listened to everything at 1.25x, and um, wow, it was like incredible. Like this, this is an incredible <laughs> intro. I mean, <laughs> I like... think before you know, like Kai Hoffman has some great intro music. I don't know if he uses it anymore, but you and him, I think I mentioned something that I'm not sure whose was better. But now I think you're clearly you have the number one <laughs> intro. I mean, obviously you have the number one show. Period. But oh, the thanks. intro music, the intro music is number one so I, I i love the intro i'm ex, i'm excited to i'm excited to listen to uh the intro music on this episode i feel like you should play the intro music at one and a quarter speed right now just so people have a little taste of it you know just put it up to the speaker and and, and let it have a let's have a whirl i mean let's have some fun what are we going to talk about gold <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Love it. I mean, oh, man, that's, I want... a, that's a sexy intro. <laughs> we should just get the music. All right, man. Awesome. All right. Love it. Hope. Yeah. I hope that brings a little try bit to be of a little sunshine. Serious. Okay. Let's try to be a little serious. Uh, gold. Let's talk about gold. Let's, now that we're having fun, let's come back down to earth. Uh, Jordan, let's talk about precious metals. Uh, listen, gold gold's currently at nineteen twenty one, showing a lot of weakness. GDX it has just busted below its two hundred day moving average, about twenty nine twenty seven uh, right now. Uh, you know, and we're going to talk some broader picture things here. Uh, after we talk about precious metals, uh, how are you watching this? I mean, are, are we can we see some further downside in in the yellow metal here? Yeah, I, I think so. I'm. I mean, a couple months ago, I mentioned I was thinking about okay, where could this thing correct to? How much can it correct? In the eighteen, you know, around eighteen forty ish, you know, eighteen thirty five, eighteen fifty. If you look at a number of long-term moving average, even the 200-day, but if you look at the 200-day and you use a band of moving averages all the way down to the 40-month moving average, which historically has been very, very important for gold, they're all in that you know 1830, 1840. They're all moving up slightly, 1850. Uh, 1850, I think, is also the 50% retracement of the rebound from the end of last year. So there are numerous things pointing to 1850. 1840 has a significant support level. Uh, so I, I think 
you know, I, I obviously we can't predict the future, but I think there's a good chance gold could test that level. I'm also a little bit worried here. End of the month, end of the quarter, these last couple of days, it could be a little bit of a sneaky time where we see possibly, um, you know, the Bears really try and push this thing down into the next month, into the next quarter. So I am a little concerned here that gold could lose 1900 over the coming days. You know, as far as the you know, GDX, GDXJ, they're already really oversold. So I think they're setting up for a rebound. I mean, I thought that last week, but at this point, if they get dragged down further because gold falls below 1900, I, I think they would, at that point, they would be setting up for a bigger rebound. But, you know, that that means that there's some, probably some more downside before we get to that. So in, in the very short term, in the minors, I don't, I don't think there's a, a ton of downside, uh, but I, I do think, you know, I am a little bit worried that gold could, you know, get pushed below 1900. All right. You know, gold had a nice move testing those all-time highs or coming close to testing those all-time highs on the speculation that the uh, Fed would pause. Now, obviously, the fundamentals behind the Fed and Jerome Powell say, you know, they're going to have at least two more rate hikes sometime this year. The little bit of... Um, According to his uh, roundtable discussion today, they don't know if it will happen consecutively or maybe one one month and then maybe another one later in the fall or winter. We'll see how this all plays out. Uh, but that that idea that more rate hikes are coming really uh, kind of pulled the rug a little bit on gold. But I know you have some thoughts on the general market overall and how this all plays out. So let's spend some more time on that and kind of what your thoughts are on, uh, you know, on, on the big boys, on the big indices. Well, I think in relation to gold, this is extremely important. And the reason is historically, if we're looking at the best moves in precious metals have been when the stock market has been in a secular bear. Now my demarcation line for that is the 40 month moving average on the S and P and it it bounced from the 40-month moving average, I think, three or four different times um, in recent months. And meanwhile, gold failed to break out. So you can look at that and say, well, there hasn't been a secular shift yet. Uh, so that's one thing. And, um, you know, the, the second thing is, you know, if we get a recession in a bear market in the stock market, I mean, if we get a recession, I mean, Goldman Sachs said if there's a recession, the S&P would go down to 3,200. So in that in that scenario, that's going to be very very bullish for precious metals. That that could signal the start of a secular bear in the S and P. And we know that if that happens, the Fed's going to have to cut cut rates. They have a lot of room to do so now. Uh, we're coming into an election year, so they could there could be fiscal. So that so that is really what gold needs to trigger not only a huge breakout through twenty one hundred, but a real bull market. Then when you get that move above 2100, then silver is going to follow, then uh, the juniors as well. So th that is really the big key. And so for me, you know, the, the catalyst for that is the recession that's coming. Now, it, it sucks that we have to root for a recession as precious metals investors. All right. But that that to me is in the big picture. That's the reality. You get the recession, you get another leg down in the stock market. That's going to be super bullish for precious metals. That's what we're all waiting for. But, you know, here in the meantime, gold's correcting. Gold failed to break out a month or two ago. And you look at the S&P 500 and, you know, it broke out past, what was it, 4,200, something like that. 
Um, you know, the S and P like this rally in the S and P could continue for, I mean, at least I think a couple more months, but if you're looking at a recession, like let's say the recession gets delayed and it doesn't happen until, you know, let's say Q1 of next year or the very end of Q4, you know, I went through all the recessions and there's always a decline. The stock market always has a decline during the recession, right? Slightly before and then into the recession. But on average, it's like a month and a half that the market peaks before the recession. So like if, if you have a recession, like let's say it starts in, even if you're saying it starts in November, I mean, you could have the market peaking in September, October. I mean, that's October is still, what is that? Almost four months away. So the stock market, like what I'm getting at is if the recession is not going to hit in the third quarter, like there's still more than a month or two that the stock market could run. And that's likely to coincide with, you know, precious metals continuing to correct. I mean, they'll correct, you know, gold will come down. It'll have a rebound at some point. But it just it all comes back to the economy, because if the economy holds up, OK, you know, the Fed will they'll stop hiking, but they'll be able to pause. I mean, if they can pause for a while, you know, pause until the end of the year into next year. You know, that that's not that's not great for precious metals. We Precious metals need well, gold specifically. You need the economy to go into a recession. You know, bond yields come down then the, the the market then forces the fed to have to ease and that is that's exactly what precious metals need and so the further away we are from a recession the worse it is for precious metals well what is the opportunity here i mean there's a lot of talk about we need to see more patience here as precious metals investors here and you're absolutely right it does suck that we have to look towards a recession to see a little bit more of an uplift in a new bull market for precious metals. I cannot agree more with that statement. Uh, but we do know what happens here. and We do know the tools. There are more tools to fighting a recession in the Fed's playbook now than they had a year and a half ago because of how fast and how high they rose interest rates. Uh, so they've got some wiggle room here. I, and I've always kind of questioned, Jordan, where the hell is this recession? Because everywhere I go, I don't see any signs other than the man, like there is economic data. They're showing cracks in in the system. There are cracks. However, everywhere I go, uh, the consumer is strong. People are throwing around a lot of money. Services is bustling. Restaurants are full. Airlines are full. It's just absolutely a spending spree everywhere. What exactly is, could cause this economy to finally in the consumer? To take their own pause, not just the Fed. It's a very, very good point. And so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not an economist. So I'll, I'll say that, um, you know, this is not my area of expertise. But if you're looking at the yield curves, the inversions as far as the median time frame, they point to September. But if you look at like four of the last six or four of the last seven. I mean, those inversions would point to a minimum or the soonest at, at November. So the first thing is when you look at these yield curve inversions, like the recession doesn't tend to hit, right? Like there can be a long lag. I mean, in some cases, a really long lag. Like in 2008, it was er the, I think the inversion was early 2006. So that was almost a two-year lag. And so if you're looking at the, the, the three-month to the 10-year yield curve, that 
inverted, I think late October of last year. So we are only what, seven, eight, something like that, eight months or, you know, maybe nine months into that inversion. Mm-hmm. So there, I mean, there could be quite, I mean, it could be 12, you know, 13, 14, 15 months. And it has been historically in some cases, but I mean, I, I think that, you know, the, the question that you're asking, I mean, it's a really good one. And I would throw it to someone who has more economic expertise than me, because I mean, I see the same things that you see. I mean, I see places are still looking for help. Um, you know, yeah, there's some, you know, commercial real estate, I think is going to have a huge amount of problems. I mean, I, I don't know, maybe next year that could be a real significant issue for the economy. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, there, there's a lot of money from the infrastructure deal bill, whatever it's called. A lot of money from that has been hitting the economy. If you look at a segment of construction spending, it's been going parabolic. So that's really been helping the economy in recent months. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think what you're saying and asking, it's, it's a very, very important thing for precious metals and, um, you know, as, as far as, you know, how this could play out. And this is something I mentioned in the, in the last couple months that, you know, maybe the recession gets delayed until the winter, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of people were thinking a lot of things were pointing to the fall. Maybe like maybe it gets delayed until Q1 of next year or even Q2. I, I think that's a possibility because the yield curve inversion, it almost becomes a cause of the recession at some point because it, it impacts bank lending to a huge degree. And so, you know, we're going to see bank lending is is really going to start coming down. All the excess savings from the pandemic stimulus, that's going to run out at the end of Q4. So there are going to be more headwinds for the economy as we get into the winter. But, you know, I, I think you're making the, the alternative scenario would be we don't have a recession. But the problem with that is you still have core inflation at 5%. So we don't have a recession you know, and and then you know the Fed's. If there's no recession, the Fed's not going to cut rates. So I yeah. I, I think it's it's you know at, at some point in the next, you know, twelve or eighteen months, I think we are going to have a recession. But I think what you're saying has a lot of merit. And yeah, yes, as a precious metals investor, you know that that is concerning. If there's not going to be a recession in the next you know six to nine months, that I mean that's. That's concerning for precious metals. Yeah, recessions happen. They will happen. They always happen. It's just question of timing, when, and uh, at uh, what the culprit is to really get those things moving. Uh, we'll see. I uh, just think, uh, Jay, uh, Jordan, there's gonna, we're going to need a little bit more patience here, and maybe not uh, be watching charts and markets every single day and go on and live our happy lives, listening to Mining Stock Daily at one and a quarter speed faster. <laughs> oh, you know, it's it's uh, it's improving my quality of life, I can tell you that. <laughs> Checks in the mail, Jordan. Thanks so much. <laughs> Have yourself a good rest of your day, my friend. All right, you too. Thanks so much. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. 
Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.